Sota Daf Bet, The Poetry of Perspective, Shira. It can be very stressful when you're trying to build a jigsaw puzzle and you've got all the pieces lying around and the, the picture isn't emerging yet, you're not seeing where the pieces fit in, you've just got the pieces separately. And then when the thing comes together and you've actually got the picture that is formed from all the pieces coming together and you've got the whole puzzle and you can see it in front of you, there's a moment of, of great joy and that's part of what motivates people to do jigsaw puzzles because it's a very joyous moment when you're able to see it all come together in, in that particular way. Um, and in life also, a lot of the time we see the pieces. And that's very frustrating because we don't see how the pieces fit together. It's looking like a mess. Uh, you look at what's happening in Israel at the moment, what's happening in the whole world at the moment. They're just jigsaw pieces all over the world and we can't see how they come together. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we had a mechanism to be able to bring them together, to understand how the pieces fit together? And that's what we learn about in today's sugya that deals with, with the parsha of, of Shiro. The song that Moshe and Bnei Israel sang when the, after the Red Sea had split and they were saved and the Egyptians were killed. And we have the, the posuk that we say every day. As Yashir Moshe Bnei Israel azot Then Moshe and Bnei Israel sang the song to Hashem and they said, saying, And then comes the whole Shira. There are two questions that we'll deal with today with respect to the Shira. The one is, if you look at the way the Shira is written in the, in the Torah, it appears as if the words, as Yashir Moshe Bnei Yisrael, Tashira Hazot, Lahashem, are already part of the Shira, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, because that's an introductory statement. It says, then Moshe and Yisrael sang this Shira, and they said, saying, and that should be a colon, new paragraph, beginning of Shira, the beginning of the, of the poem. Um, and Shira is probably more a poem than a song, by the way. It's more poetry than it is song. Shira is song. Shira is poetry. So this is the, the where does the poem start? Azot is narrative. And then uh is the beginning of poetry. That's where the that's where it should be, but it doesn't work that way. Um, that's the first question. The second question is we'll see in the Gemara and Megillah. On, on Daf Yud talks about the fact that the Malachim also wanted to sing, the angels wanted to sing as well, and Hashem stops them and says, my creatures are dry, dying in the sea and you're singing it. So why didn't he stop the Jewish people as well? Why are we praised for singing and we use that shiro in our tefillah every day? Why is that okay? What is it that, that we could do at the sea that angels couldn't do? What is this human capacity that we have that angels didn't have? Rashi says on Az Yashir, because grammatically it's a little bit confusing, Rashi is the, the master grammarian that always comments when there's a grammatical difficulty in the Torah, and it's Az is past tense, Yashir is future tense. Az means then, Yashir means will sing. How does that work? So explains Rashi, Az Kishira'ah Hanes, at that moment, when then, at that moment that they saw the miracle in the past tense, it, again, this is still telling us the story. They were moved to poetry in their hearts. That's what it means. Then they, then they were moved to say a poem, to compose a poem. That this, talking about the future, as in then, Yashir, this will be a song that the Jewish people will sing forever, even to Tchiat HaMetim, even into the future. What does Rashi mean? Why does Rashi bring that in? And, and, and what does it mean? Let's have a look and see. Says the Mishnah, back on Dav Zayin, on which our Gemara is based, Bobi Yom, on that same day, as we learned yesterday, when Rabbi Yochanan Menzaka was, was made the... Um, 
when Rabbi Loza ben Azariah was made the, uh, the Nasi, on that day, Rabbi Akiva also gave the following drosha. What does Lemor mean? It teaches us what, what actually happened there. Moshe was the chazan. He was the shliach tzibur. And Bnei Yisrael were the tzibur. And he, there was a, a, a statement and answer, like we say in Hallel. The chazan says, the, the community answers. Um, and that's how this took place. It was a responsive poem where the Shliach Tzibur, Moshe Rabbeinu, and Klal Yisrael said it responsively. Um, no, 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 this is not like we read Hello. This is like we read Shema. We'll see what that means. Says the Gemara on Adaf on Lamed Amud Bet Tanu Rabbanon Bo Biyom Dorosh Rabbi Akiva B'Sha'ash Alu Yisrael Min Hayam. Look at these words carefully. Natnu Enehem Lo Mar Shira. They applied their eyes to saying poetry. What's it, what have the eyes got to do with this? Rashi says Allah Belibo. Rashi on Chumash says it in their heart. They they were ignited in their heart. That I understand. What's what's the right way name they gave their eyes? How did they do it? We have different views in the Gemara. Rabbi Nechemia Omer, Kesofer HaPores Al Shema Bevet HaKneset. We're talking about, it's not Kriyat Shema, we're talking about Prisat, Poreset Al Kriyat Shema. Poreset Al Kriyat Shema means Boruch So what Rabbi Nechemia is saying, it's like the Chazan and the Tzibur with Boruch The Chazan says Boruch and then what does the Tzibur say? They don't repeat what the Chazan says. They say Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem Mubarak L'Olam They say a different possible. So Rabbi Nechemia's chidush is, this wasn't Moshe saying and them repeating, like sometimes we say when we say Tehillim B'tzibur. The Chazan says a posuk, we all repeat the posuk. Chazan says the posuk, we all repeat the posuk. Now says Rabbi Nechemia, that's not what happened. What happened is Moshe said a piece and they answered differently. Shehu machrav. He starts and then they answer. Tanu Rabbanu, Dorosh Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Rabbi Yossi Aglili gave his drosh on Pasha Shira, and he said, Again we see, So we've got it in Rabbi Akiva, and we've got it in, in Rabbi Yossi Aglili. So this word, they applied their eyes, is very important. How did they do it? A little infant was on its mother's knees, lap. And a little baby was, was sucking from the mother's breast. When these little babies saw the Shechina, saw, again we see eyes. The little baby on the lap lifted up his head and the baby pulled away from the breast. And these little babies all said, This, this that we can see, this that we can see, you can point to it, this is our God, that's what happened at the, at the Shira. And here's the Gemara in Megillah Dafyud that we talked about. My children are dying in the sea, and you're saying, Shira, how can that be? And we also, how, how is it okay for the Bnei Israel to, to do that? So Tosfus is important on Rabbi Nechemia because he brings it to Sefta. 
So we've, we've talked about the Tosefta is very authoritative. It's Brisa, it's time of the Mishnah. wasn't included in the Mishnah, but it's very, very authoritative. And the Tosefta in Perik Vov of, of Soto says, Rabbi Nechemya Omer, Kibne Adam Shekurim et Shvash Neemava Yomru Lemor, Melamed Shayam Moshe Potach Tchilav Yisroin Oinim Achrav V'Goymrim. So you see that Moshe, this is Rabbi Nechemya, so that's consistent with what we've learned. Moshe opens B'nai Yisroel, continue V'Goymrim. And look what Tosus brings in the name of the Tosefta. Moshe Amar Az Yashir Moshe V'Yisrael Omrim Ashir Al Hashem. So the Chazan gets up. What's the first thing the Chazan says? Az Yashir Moshe V'Nei Yisrael Tashir Azot L'Hashem V'Yomru Leimor. Then the Tzibur answered Ashir Al Hashem. And that's why the Shiro is written in poetic form from Az Yashir because that's where it started. That's the, where the Chazan started this whole thing. Az Yashir Moshe V'Nei Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu is the Chazan. Moshe Amar explains the Nitziv in the Merume Sode, and that's why this is part of the Shira, because the whole thing was has, had to have done Binavuo. This had to have been done with Ruach HaKodesh. How did they know what Moshe was going to say? Moshe starts a word, and the Tzibu know what to say. They don't have a Sidhu. There's no, there's no Azir Shira. It wasn't published yet. Nobody had a copy of it. Imagine you go to a concert and there's a, and there's a singer there who's singing a song for the first time. He's just composed it. And he sings the first few lines and then the, everybody in the concert answers. And they continue. And he says the next one, they continue. How could that happen? How could they know what's in his mind to sing? So clearly there was an alignment of Ruach HaKodesh. What Moshe had in his mind, the poem that Moshe was composing in his mind, that same poem they had in their minds. Thousands and thousands of Jewish people, even the little babies. Each one was able to compose the same poem at the same moment. That's an amazing moment of Ruach HaKodesh. This is an unbelievable moment in, in human history, not just in Jewish history, when you could have these hundreds of thousands of people all composing a poem simultaneously with the same words. That's unbelievable Ruach HaKodesh. Where does that Ruach HaKodesh, and, that, and that's why the, the, the Tziv says, when Moshe starts, that's the poem. As Yashir Moshe Uvenei Yisrael et Ashirah Azot Lashem says Moshe, this is an amazing moment that me, I, Moshe, and the whole of Klal Yisrael are going to, and now we're about to sing the same song. That's the beginning of the Nevoah. That's the beginning of the, prophe- of the prophecy. That's where it all starts. That opening sentence is key to understanding the whole episode of the Shiro, the way that, uh, the, the way that we understand it. So what is this that they saw? There's, there's just, as an aside, there's, there's a, a statement in the Tikkunei Zohar. The Tikkunei Zohar is not the Zohar itself, but it's a, it's a Zohar, it, it's written also by Rameshim and Yochai. We've got it together with the Zohar. It was made, made available. We knew about it about the same period, uh, published around the 16th century. But the, um, it, it's mainly on the first posuk of, of, of the Torah. It's in the Tikkunei Zohar is of, Chapters and chapters that deal just with that from a Kabbalistic perspective. And the Zohar says in passing, Lev mevin, the heart can understand. Lev yodea, the heart can know things. You know things not only with your mind, you know things intuitively with your heart as well. Lev ro'e, a heart can also see. And that's the key to this whole sugi. That we need to understand when it talks about they saw natnu enehem, they lifted up their eyes, as Rabbi Yossi Aglili says, natnu enehem lomashira, as as Rabbi Akiva says, natnu enehem are the eyes of the heart. 
you can see with your heart as well. We're very lazy. We don't know how to use our hearts. We don't know how to use our hearts to remember. We don't know how to use our hearts to feel. We don't know how to use our hearts to know, to understand. And we don't know how to use our hearts to see. What is it that you can see with your heart that you can't see with your eyes? You see, with your eyes, you can only see what's in front of you. You can't see beyond what's in front of you. The eyes already give some perspective. Because if, you, if you're here, you can only hear what's, what's really happening in the moment. But if you look, you can look from a distance and you can see a bigger perspective. You can go onto a mountain. Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu went onto, uh, onto the mountain before he died. You can see the whole of Eretz Israel. One can see perspective in a way that you, that you can't see without, without vision. But vision also means more than that. Vision means to be able to see into the future. If you see with your heart, you can see massive perspective. If you see with your heart, you can see historic perspective. You can, you can expand your vision enormously. If you're using your physical eyes, you can only see the physical things in front of you. But if you allow yourself to, to see with your intuition, if you allow yourself to see inside your heart, and you just ask yourself, what am I seeing? What am I looking at? Not with my eyes, but what am I looking at with my heart? What you see is much bigger. Now you've got vision. You've not just got sight. You've got vision. Sight is only what's in front of you. Vision is, is a much wider and a much bigger perspective. And that's what, when the Zohar says, Lev Yodea, Lev Mevin, Lev Yodea, and Lev Ro'eh. And that's what the Gemara means when it says they see. That was the Ruach HaKodesh, that they could see with their hearts. And when they see with their hearts, they can see a whole perspective. Rabbi Shimshin Rafael Hirsch says on, on the Shira as well, on the word Shira, he says, a shiro is to express in, in words what's happening deep in your heart. But then he says something really important. A shir happens when you can see Hashem's hand in history. Then you sing. When history is difficult to understand and events are difficult to make sense of and the puzzle pieces aren't fitting together, there's no song. All of a sudden it fits together and you see the Yad Hashem. We've just celebrated Yom Atzmut. Yom Atzmut happened three years after the Shoah. Three years after the Shoah. After the Shoah there was devastation. Then comes Eretz Yisrael and we put Eretz Yisrael together and we can see history starting to unfold. And now after 75 years, we see the hand of Hashem more and more and more. It's beginning to make sense. And, when you, and then we sing, we celebrate. Why do we celebrate? Many people said halal on, on, uh, on Yom Atzmat. Why? Why are you saying halal? What are you singing about? Because you can see Po'el Hashem Behistoria. When you see the hand of Hashem in history, you sing. But what's important to understand is history doesn't only mean in the past. History means in the future as well. The fact is, with your physical eyes, you can only look backwards. You can't look forward, but vision. But when you can see forward, when you can understand history forward and backwards, that's a completely different level of, of shiro. That's a different level of ruach. That's what ruach HaKodesh is. That's what nevuah is. And Novi sees the whole thing. He can see it from beginning to end from the very beginning to the very end, and you can see how it all fits together. That's what a Novi does. That's Ruach HaKodesh. You can see the thing playing out, not only in the past, but you've got a vision of the future. And when you can see the past and the present and a vision of the future, you sing, you're happy. That's Shiru. You create poetry. And the Sifri says in Dvorim, the Ramban in Pasha Hazinu brings the Sifri. 
Gedola shira zu, sheyesh bo, this shira is very great, it's talking about Azinu, but the same applies to our Pasha shira. Sheyesh ba achshav, v'yesh ba l'sha'avar, v'yesh ba l'atid lavo. In the song there is past, there is present, and there is future, and that's why it's a shir. That's why it's a shira, that's why it's poetry. Because narrative only tells you what happened, that once upon a time is how you start a story, that's how you start narrative. But a poem is not about what happened. A poem is about what will happen. A poem is about what could happen. That's completely, poetry is completely different. And that's what the uh, that, that's what what shi, what shiro means. So when Rashi says Kishira at that moment they wanted to see, make a shiro, and Chazal say in the Medrash how far forward are they seeing? They're seeing all the way forward to a future world of Tchias Amesim. They see the whole of history playing out from Breshit Bara Elokim to Tchiat Amesim, and they see where this fits in in the whole picture of the shiro. And now we can sing. And I refer you to the shir that I gave on Purim, on the difference between comedy and tragedy. By the way, we have two YouTube channels. There's a YouTube which is Rabbi Lappin on the general shirim, and the Purim shir is there. And we have a YouTube on Matmonim, which is the Matmonim. On the Purim shir, I spoke about the difference between comedy and tragedy, and the fact that comedy, tragedy is when you look at, take a narrow view, you see what's happening in the moment. It's very sad. But when you see the full perspective, it becomes comedy. When you take a, a long shot, as Charlie Chaplin said, it becomes comedy. It becomes funny. It becomes joyful. It becomes light. And that's what Shiro is. Shiro is taking a long view. Where you've got in it, you've got Achshav, you've got Avar, you've got Atid Lavo, you've got past, present, future. You've got it all. You've got full perspective. That's an opportunity for poetry. That's the time that you sing. And that's something we've all got to try and do when things are difficult and things aren't making sense. They're not making sense because we're looking at puzzle pieces. We've got to refer to our hearts. We've got to try and see, not with our eyes, because with our eyes we can only see what's in front of us, and with front of us there are pieces of disconnected pieces of puzzle. But if you can allow ourselves to just go deeper, take a deep breath, and take a vision of where history has come from, and what we believe is the vision for history for the future, things start folding together and a pattern starts forming and we're able to sit back and enjoy the Ruach HaKodesh, that insight that allows us to sing and to, and to compose poetry.